Hi, good morning and welcome to today's Pride Report here on Double K Country, brought to you by Nevada Regional Medical Center. I'm Mike Harbeth. Thanks for joining us. And once again, joining us is Community Relations and Foundation Manager at NRMC, Natalie Eberhardt, to help us with an introduction today. Natalie, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Good. We've got a return guest uh, today, so tell us what we have. Well, August is National Immunization Awareness Month, so I brought Dr. John Fox. He actually offers a vaccination program at his clinic, which is kind of unique to our area, so I wanted him to tell us a little bit about that. All right, very good. Well, Dr. Fox, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. Well, last time we talked to you, the only other time we talked to you, you were you know, just new to Nevada, to Nevada Regional Medical Center. I can't remember what the when that was. January 16th, yeah, yeah so it's been right. about six months now. Yeah, so, uh, so six months, how's it been going? Things have been going well. You know, COVID, of course, took a little yeah. bite out of everything, but uh, now things are starting to really improve again yeah so. when you came in january or got started in january i thought that was on the planning stages not, at that really point. really not on our radar whatsoever <laughs> or anybody's that for that matter i'm sure well and we've got a program we're talking about but since uh, obviously you're a doctor over at nrmc you're a good one to ask how things have been going over there at the hospital in, re- in relation to covid19 yeah i think things have been going really well you know we take all the appropriate precautions so we've made it really really safe for people to come in get all their needed services even their elective services and just really want to stress to people that's important you know don't don't delay seeing a doctor don't delay coming to the emergency room you don't want to ignore illness because of what's going on mm-hmm. all right very good well let's get into what we brought you in here for today and that is because august is national immunization awareness month obviously coinciding with going back to school so talk about uh, your vaccinations for children program so we're really proud of this. Uh, you know, before I came, we knew that nobody else besides the health department was really vaccinating in the community. And as a pediatrician, of course, uh, near and dear to my heart, and so important for kids' health too. So a lot of help. Uh, my nurses, Candy Gill and Diana Stoughton, I can't praise them enough. They've been a really big help in helping us create the program really from scratch and then getting it going. And it takes a lot of work in the background too to keep the program going as well. So now we can vaccinate basically any child or any adult for that matter. Children special need, of course, that if they have no insurance, they have Medicaid or if they are underinsured by the terms of the program, then they can come in and get the vaccines for free. Uh, To me, really, really important as a pediatrician that they come in and do their wellness care, their checkup, their growth and development. And at the same time, they can be vaccinated as well. It's all part of what should be a routine visit. Obviously, a lot of conversations about vaccinations. Why are they important? So remember, all these are preventable illnesses. Uh, You know, no doubt that vaccines do have minor side effects, but that's truly what they are. And if you went backward and looked at all the illnesses that we're protecting against and saw the types of health issues they caused in the past, you'd know exactly why we're protecting against them now. Polio is a great example. It's eradicated in most parts of the world because of vaccination. Mm-hmm. And uh, what should parents know? What are, is there research out there that can do on their own? You know, I think that's the hardest part is uh, a lot of the information out there is you kind of get what you search for, you know, so you don't really always know that you're getting accurate information. So myself as a pediatrician and as a father, I tell parents, you know, I think you should get your information from appropriate sources, which to me is your doctor. Um, Go to them to get the advice on vaccines. We know what are the risks, what are the benefits. It's like most choices we make in medical care. We want to do things that are really high benefit and really low risk. And that's what a vaccine is. Mm -hmm. We know that area school districts require immunizations to attend school, um, if, uh, but there are homeschools. Obviously, we're going to a different environment this fall compared sure. to most. So what would be your suggestion still for immunizations? You know, I, I would still tell parents, even the ones at homeschool, your child's still going to be exposed. They're going to be exposed to illness. They're going to be exposed to other children, even though it may not be in a school-based setting. So even in that setting, to me, vaccines are still critically mm-hmm. important. Flu vaccination is a perfect example. You know, if, even if your child's at home, they're exposed to you as a parent, whoever you're exposed to out mm-hmm. there. So illness can still come to your home that way, too. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's talk about vaccines, and, and you talk about polio. Some have been very successful, just almost completely wiping out a disease. Others, we have to continue to get updates, I guess, flu shot being an example. We're going to have a new vaccine coming down the line here, obviously, with uh, with coronavirus. Why is this some work better than others in that, in that regard? Sure, and, and that's because different viruses are different. Some are very static, and they don't really change very much over time, and then others mutate constantly. Flu is a great example of a virus that every year is changing. There's a new strain of flu, so without getting a repeat booster vaccine, vaccine, you don't have that potential to be protected against it. What we know about coronavirus, what we're aware of with COVID-19 suggests it's probably going to be similar. It's one of those we're going to be chasing and Mm -hmm. continuously updating vaccines and trying to improve vaccines over time. First, we have to come to an effective one, (laughs) and then hopefully we can go from there for sure. So let's talk about uh, the importance of uh, continuing care during this pandemic. You kind of touched on that. Don't put things off to get to your doctors. What are some of the things that people really need to be aware of, especially as we get into, well, flu season coming up? Sure. I think it's important for people when they have illness symptoms to always contact us by telephone first. We want to make sure we're screening people appropriately with COVID going on, but just basic health problems. You know, we don't want patients to ignore their chronic high blood pressure or diabetes or heart disease or even acute emergencies that people, we've seen statistics that show they're putting those things off you're better off to come in and be assessed. Again, our environment's safe. People are screened. We use all the appropriate guidelines when it comes to masking and hand washing, probably more than most other people do. Um, So I just don't feel like you can have a safer environment than what we have at NRMC. Yeah, I was was just in the hospital here recently for a a checkup that I have at the specialty clinic that I have to go to every six months. And uh, uh, as you said, you you can't go into a better environment and feel feel safe. Yep, pretty safe. If you're following guidelines and you're following the advice of your doctor, I think you're going to do just fine. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate uh, everything you're doing over at Nevada Regional Medical Center. Hopefully the, the second six months will not be as chaotic. Hopefully it'll be a little bit smoother. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dr. John Fox with Nevada Regional Medical Center. Again, talking about the fact that August is National Immunization Awareness Month. By the way, before we let you go, if people have uh, questions on what we talked about today or would like to come see you, what's the best way to do that? Oh, feel free to make an appointment. I believe Natalie's done a wonderful job of making sure our numbers and our information <laughs> is posted everywhere, whether it be online or yeah. in, the, in the news media. So always, always accessible to everybody. Yeah, yeah, and the number to his clinic is 417-448-2121. All right, very good. If you didn't remember that, just go to nr, nrmchealth.com. And, That's right. Uh, he's, uh, I think your picture's still up there. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Profiled. <it is. laughs> All right, very good. Uh, that's Dr. John Fox. And we'll move back over to Natalie, who's going to tell us about an event actually coming up today. Yeah, um, so Community Blood Center of the Ozarks is going to be here today. They are our blood bank for the hospital, and they serve many area hospitals from Nevada to Lamar, Joplin, even further. Um, and so they'll be at the First Christian Church Fellowship Hall, which is at 204 South Cedar in Nevada today from 1 to 6. Um, and since it's this afternoon, you can't make an appointment over the phone anymore and get on the schedule, but we're welcoming walk-ins. And I would say um, between 4 and 5.30 is going to be your best bet as all the morning schedules full. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So they're getting off work uh, this afternoon. They want to check to see if they can get in. Be a good time to do it then. Yeah, just stop by. Um, you know, the blood supply is at a critical low right now. And so we re- we really need all blood types. Um, mm-hmm. So I encourage you to stop by. Yeah, we've talked on past programs about blood drives that have been uh, canceled to uh, mm-hmm. try to get these in. So I'm sure there's a lot of catch up going on. So people can really help out today. Yep. And it, you just have to weigh, I think, 110 pounds. You, um, 16-year-olds can donate as long as they have a parent with them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we should mention that masks are required. If yes. they don't have one, you'll have one there for them. Yes. Or CBCO will, I guess. Yes. All right. All right. Appreciate it. So don't let that stop you. Again, if you're out running around, you don't happen to have a mask with you, go on. They'll get you taken care of. And uh, they social distance inside. It's a big building. <laughs> they social distance inside of there. So check it out. And uh, if they're here in the program first thing this morning, uh, they would still want to check maybe for an appointment time. They would just call your office. Yeah. You can give me a call at 448 um, 3801. All right, Mary. You remember Dr. Fox is there. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. With your own. <laughs> like, I know a lot of numbers. I'm going to say, you're probably like me. I got phone numbers <laughs> right around my head all the time. So appreciate it, Natalie. Thanks for joining us. Thank and Dr. You. Fox as well. Thank you. Thank you. That's today's Pride Report. We'll come back again two weeks from today, just after ABC News at 8 o'clock. We'll look forward to talking to you then. Until then, that's the Pride Report brought to you by Nevada Regional Medical Center on Double K Country.